2: Welcome to the Epic Man Podcast, where we let our curiosities and theories run wild and sometimes talk relevant news. I'm Josiah, and with me, my two friends and co-hosts, Mike and Joseph, who is actually a guest for today because (laughs) Ben didn't show up again. But uh, how are you guys doing today? (laughs) Doing great. Thanks for having me. I'm feeling it. Good to have you here, man. Thanks for showing up once again.
1: Yeah. He's like our Always honorary
2: them. guest. He's just here to to show up, and he's like a mercenary. He just shows up and does what needs to be done when when you need him to. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, contractor in my nine to five. Contractor here, just be contracting out here, and someday maybe that'll pay off. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, hopefully, hopefully it does, man. But uh, you know, you don't mind if I share your relationship uh, with Ben to people, Oh, you? Like, oh.
0: No, that's that's fine.
2: I just I just want people to know that Joseph, they probably don't realize this, but Joseph is actually Benjamin's brother. So, like there's there's a little bit of a Lies. shocking twist there for you guys. Nice
0: so. deception. <laughs> yeah, you never would have guessed it. You would have hoped that it wasn't true, but ladies and gentlemen, it is It is factual, true. Both yeah. older and somewhat wiser and uh, you know, at the end of the day, like there's a couple of Greek alphabet or, or uh, words or letters from the alphabet that Uh, definitely can correspond to each other. You can figure out which one Ben is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just uh, just here so I don't get in trouble. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. You're here because you're a
0: vital part of this podcast.
2: This is true. true. Yeah. This podcast wouldn't be a thing without you, Mike. What would Josiah do without me? I just talk to myself the entire no, time
1: and start a successful YouTube <laughs> channel, work yeah. like a madman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if I wasn't doing this podcast, I'd be doing something else. So, you know,
1: yeah, man, never always, sleeps, never stops, something
2: to do. So, yeah, you just got to well, keep grinding, man. You just got to keep looking for that next thing. You know, be always got to grind. You got to be, be hungry for that success. You got to be hungry for the winning. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's all, it's all yeah. part of life to me. Some oh, of absolutely! Us don't have
0: any genetic superpowers, so we have to put in the
1: work to make it like we do almost. It's interesting you say that because what are we talking about today, Josiah? Well, you know what we're talking about today, Josiah. I actually don't. What What are we talking about today? You do know what we're talking about today. I we're have talking no idea. about. I have no superheroes idea. Superheroes <laughs> in real life.
0: He actually <laughs> wanted to start out the segment by
1: talking smack on my brother. No. <laughs> yeah, We just wanted to give Ben a beat down For like a half an hour before we get started It's, it's like just, the
2: natural thing we do With our podcast If Ben isn't here we just roast him for like 10 minutes To yeah. get kind of get well, out of the listen, way so. The last
1: time I wasn't here I got destroyed
2: <laughs> My <I> got, Ben
1: <laughs> My Ben Dude he went in I was like oh my gosh this dude he's Ben's just, like Michael is never here for the podcast <laughs> He's always late He's always missing stuff I'm like oh okay. god <laughs> <laughs> well yeah so so yeah i mean hey
2: if you're gonna dish it you better take it you know yeah. so
1: well you know i i to start things oh i can i can barely hear you joe yeah Joe's joe's really
2: quiet for some reason suddenly i don't know why it's kind of
1: right in your mouth
2: but uh go ahead and uh and give your little spiel there mike while we're waiting for joe to figure well, out
1: we mentioned being hungry and this is a guy um He's, he, I don't know if he's still around. Um, I haven't looked up stuff from him like for a while. But anyways, this guy's name is Michael Letito. L- L- he was a French entertainer known as Monsieur Manchetau. Oh, wow. Or okay. I don't know. Okay. Or Mr. <laughs> Eatsall. Throughout his career, um, he consumed all manner of non-consumable objects made of glass, rubber, and metal, which he'd often company, accompany by downing mineral oil. One of his most impressive feats was consuming an entire airplane, which he ate in small bits over the course of two years. There are a couple of things going on here. First, he appears to suffer from a condition with his pica, a disorder characterized by an appetite for non-consumable foods like dirt, rocks, and metals.
0: Oh, yeah. That's Mikel Otito. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What's truly yeah. notable is the abnorm- abnormally thick lining in his stomach and intestines that made it possible for him to eat sharp metal objects and consume toxic substances, which, have ki- which would have killed a lesser person.
2: A lesser Talk person.
1: about <laughs> hungry.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. If, I, if I was at that point, I don't know if I'd be doing that. But, you, you know. know,
1: like, bro, I'm so hungry. It's time See? to swallow a rock. <laughs> what I'm
0: curious about is my, is my audio back. Yeah, yeah, you're good
2: now. Yeah. Okay.
0: That, it's probably just a lag in the Wi-Fi, to be honest. I'm in a new area of podcasting. So I, I kind of wonder if we sequence my genome, is there anything different that would allow me to eat hotter stuff and not feel anything? Because, like, I did that ghost uh, pepper, like, those uh, those blazing
2: wings, and I didn't yeah.
0: really feel that bad.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean it, it is that true that the, like, the spicer stuff that you eat, you kind of get used to it and stuff and kind of adapt to it. So. But I've always kind of been
0: able to handle spicy stuff, so I wonder if that has yeah. anything to say about my genes. Yeah.
2: yeah, maybe you, maybe you're ready to start eating just chunks of metal. You know, maybe
0: it's maybe this is the year to try it. You have a yeah. bike;
2: you can start eating your bike, your bicycle there. And
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Start eating some barbells. Just start shaving the metal off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Been trying to get those gains, but I think it's time to get gains internally.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude, you'll never be low on iron. That's, yeah, true. Turn, that's true that's <laughs> true yeah one of the guys that um
0: i really thought it's like interesting and like he's pretty like well known um is like uh wim hof who's like the dutchman he's yes, he's like the, the thermal dutchman. regulator guy and like to yes. me he's like the key like instance of the human species where like something just doesn't seem like human about him just because he's done so much with thermoregulation regulation and uh there's like a a college study they recently did on him and like they validated like all his results like he actually can control his temperature he can regulate it like he's run marathons and like extreme like 100 plus degree weather and he's been able to keep his body temperature at like 90 I think it's like ninety eight point nine or like whatever the typical body heat is. He was able to keep it regulated the whole time. ninety eight point five. Drinking beer and some water was
1: good. Yeah, wild that, stuff. That guy's um, a- that guy's an animal. Oh yeah, that's it's one of the coolest things I think I've ever seen. Yeah,
2: yeah. I've, I mean I've seen like him like in in snow and, and like giant like buckets of ice or something like that. Like he's just chilling, literally. Yeah. But at the same time, not literally because yeah, he can. uh he can control his own body, and that's just weird, dude. That's
1: yeah, crazy. Yeah, the,
0: the research on his stuff kind of inspired me. So, like, at some point, um, we should definitely do, like, an Epic Man video where we explore Wim Hof's thermoregulation breathing techniques, and we should yeah. work on it. Maybe we can make a multi-part series and uh, either prove or debunk it based off of our own uh, little yeah. scientific yeah. experiment. So that would be yeah. fun. That'd
2: be, that'd be fun, yeah. That'd be cold um, as shit.
1: But apparently,
2: apparently in tw- two thousand and seven, he climbed uh, Mount Everest in nothing but shorts as well. No, no. Defeated only by a recurring foot injury. No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The, the man's this guy's just an animal, man.
2: Yeah, he's he's literally built different. Like he's he's insane.
1: Seventy two hundred meters. That's insane. Like yeah. that's unheard of. Because I mean, like at that high, you have you can't breathe. that's nuts like it's awesome i mean i love it it's just yeah that's crazy what the frick this dude's on some new type of stuff speaking of i want to i want to do a little aside real quick because feats of amazing stuff Mm -hmm. um david blaine He's done some crazy stuff over the years. The guy's like a magician, but also he's like, I'm going to bury myself in dirt for like six years, and I'm going to drink nothing but my own urine to stay alive. And you're like, that's not really magic, but whatever. <laughs> Anyways, he did like, he broke the world record for like holding your breath, which was like insane. It was something nuts. Really? Um. Yeah, dude. He, it, yeah, he held his breath for a super long time. um, But The thing is, he was like explaining his, um, he held his breath for 17 minutes, which will be enough to kill you, but he was explaining to somebody, his breath techniques. And he's like, listen, if you do it this way, you can hold your breath for way longer than you normally can. I can, on average, if I like really push it hard, Mm -hmm. can hold my breath for about like two minutes. Like if I'm pushing it, like I'm getting red in the face and punching walls and stuff. And I did his technique. No, no joke. I made it to uh, like three minutes and 30 seconds and I stopped on my own. Like, so I'm kind of digging the idea of doing, trying Wim Hof's like thing. Cause you know, these guys, like, obviously they have some genetic abilities and, and they've, they've trained and they've worked, but like, Hey, if you got a trick to make my body stronger, like touch my body with your mind.
2: You know, touch my body. Like only you
1: can make it a little
0: bit sus, but I totally (laughs) agree. I think we should (laughs) do a video on on uh, Wim Wim Hof techniques.
2: I mean, yeah, yeah, we could do we could do that for uh, Epic Man and stuff. We'll uh, we'll see him. Yeah, we'll
1: listen, man. Epic Man visits Wim Hof and be like, jump in this ice lake, and I'll be like, you're out of your mind, and I'm going home.
2: I've actually jumped uh, into an ice lake before. Um, it was actually Lake Superior and there was like a part of it that was like frozen over or not Lake Superior might've been Lake Superior, but uh, it was either. No, it was a, uh, what's the other one? Um, Lake Huron, Lake Huron, Huron Ontario, it was Lake Huron. Um, yeah. And so From it was Huron like, out. there was like no, a I hole in the, like the ice. There's a hole in the ice. And what we did is we went into like a, like a sauna first and we got, we went in there, we got as hot as we could and then we ran out across the snow over to the hole in the ice and we jumped in and then you, you get out, you go back into the sauna, you heat up again, go back out, jump in the water again. And you try to do that as many times as you can. I did it 14 times. Nice. Um, the weird thing is, is that after that, it was in the middle of winter. It was like January. And after that, January, for some reason, felt like July. It was in the middle of the night. It was, and I was walking around in shorts.
1: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited
2: by law.
0: Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for
2: details. And nothing but but my my swimming trunks, and I it literally felt like I was just like walking on a really nice summer night.
1: It was super weird. It's because you were dying, Josiah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you got close they, to Valhalla. Done research
0: on that as well, Josiah, and, and that uh, like that hot and cold back and forth, like that's actually supposed to be a huge like immune system booster. So. Yeah. That's another thing too. If you're yeah. trying to build that immune system, that's supposedly really good to do. I've the weird thing thought about doing that.
2: Yeah, it was actually it was really fun. And uh, afterwards, like I felt amazing. Like I've never felt that comfortable and relaxed after I got done doing that. It was just like the greatest feeling ever. So you're gonna an have to do that for Epic Man, this this upcoming winter nope. or something. That'd be, nope. That'd be fun. Nope.
1: <laughs> No, I'll do it. So it's funny because <laughs> when I was – well, because I, I had something similar. Like when I used to work in the woods all the time, I used to cut wood for a living and yeah. like do firewood and stuff. And in the time, you got to keep it going. Yeah, and yeah dude. Like eventually – like I used to – the first winter, I was going there, and I had like, you know, T-shirt. I had an undershirt, T-shirt, like long-sleeve shirt, jacket, mm-hmm. coat. Like I was bundled up trying to work and stuff. And, you know, after the first winter though, like after – dude, I was walking around in a T-shirt and like – Sometimes even like pants were too warm and like boots. Yeah. I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh, dude. And it's like sometimes almost negative degrees. And I'm like, I was just working outside so uh-huh. you didn't forget about it. You know, like I remember one year, like, dude, all of our beards were like frozen and like sticky with ice and stuff. And we were all walking around like t shirts and stuff because it was like, we're just working. I'm like, yeah, that's crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I, it just makes me wonder like, what it, what is it about your body that kind of like does that? Do you like confuse your body in a way to think that it's actually mm. warm when it's not or what? Like, yeah. Maybe Joe has like, some answers. Bro, he's the he's the science guy here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so from everything I could read uh, with regards to like Wim Hof and like his thermal regulation of his body. So what he claimed to be able to do is regulate his like neurochemicals and like regulate like, uh, his, his uh, like his, his dopamine response, like his uh, other neurochemical responses. And basically like what he would say is like, he would be able to generate those chemicals upon like, and by like, breathing correctly and like correcting his breathing Um, meditation techniques. Like it's crazy stuff. Like if you read into him, he's got all kinds of um, stuff that he's done. And and some of it is like scientifically, like I said, scientifically backed research. Like he really does like exhibit these like crazy superhuman skills that are pretty much at this point on command for him. So Mm -hmm. it it kind of uh, changes the way that people look at the human body. Um, because people always say like, you know, like, oh, you have like an autonomous, like part of your nervous system and like, you have, you know, your control part. Um, but like in all reality, like that, that line is like really fine. Like there's a lot that you can do to regulate your body temperature. And like, there are people that would freeze and die, but like this guy literally proved that you don't have to freeze and die your mental like ability makes a big difference when it comes to like your survival and like yeah. that's really cool to me the fact that like your mind is literally like you can choose to not die almost in a, in a sense like yeah. if you know the right techniques to control your body you can control your body through your mind so yeah, yeah that's yeah
2: awesome. That is really cool. Yeah. It is very cool. There's I mean,
0: a there's a Finnish Olympic skiing champion. Yes. Mm, his name's mm-hmm. like Hiro Montaranta or something like that. But he actually has like a uh and receptor gene that's like modified um in his family that allows him to carry up, upwards of above uh like 50% more oxygen in his bloodstream. Yeah. And like wow. that, that was a while ago. I think that was like in the 50s or the 60s, but like he it was crazy. Like the anti doping agency was all over him because they thought he was taking steroids or something else to enhance his performance and like nope the guy's just built different so
2: that's crazy
0: that's cool too i I wish i had that that would make it crazy in terms of being able to get gains in the gym yeah yeah
2: (laughs) exactly yeah Yeah. no i mean i i remember like even seeing like pictures of uh like people like uh shackleton's uh you know expedition team and stuff like in antarctica and they were just walking around like barely anything in Antarctica mm-hmm. because they were like physically working every day to like push these like sleds and stuff across the, the, the ice and stuff. So it's just crazy. It's crazy what the body can do. Another thing is that's very interesting is how the, the body can like adapt to things. So like um this guy is literally like daredevil. Like his name is Daniel Kish mm-hmm. and uh, he lost both of his eyes to retinal cancer by the age of 13 Or at the age of 13 months. And um, as a child, he began to click with his mouth and taught himself to navigate his surroundings using echolocation. So he can, like, ride a bike. Uh, He can, like, walk down the street by himself. He can do pretty much anything a sighted person can. But his he says that his sight is even better due to the, to the fact that he can like see through walls and has like three sixty degree vision and stuff. So he just uses like echolocation to be able to see his surroundings, quote unquote, see, which is just like super cool. And that's literally like Daredevil, <laughs> like in oh, real yeah, life. Dude. It's super cool. So yeah,
1: no, that's awesome. Um, yeah, no, some of the some of the like stuff like that. That watching that guy, I watched a video on that guy one time, and he was. Uh, like riding down the bike and like clicking yeah like just riding down a frick, like riding on a bike like fast it wasn't like oh pedaling he was like going i was like nah dude like i'm pretty
2: sure i watched a video of him playing basketball once too yeah and he was literally like playing basketball like anybody else yeah it's like like you're just clicking and stuff like yeah. It was well, crazy. that just goes to
0: show you again, too, like your body is equipped with a lot of fail-safes and other mechanisms to where you can kind of adapt if you have damaged receptors, like be it your mm-hmm. eyes or your hands or your feet. Like there are other ways to adapt. And like a lot of people just get stuck in like they're kind of I mean, it's like kind of like the prison of the mind. Like there's a lot that you can do. You just really have to like realize that you're not limited as much as you think you are. Yeah. Um, and, and and that's the thing, is like It's a myth that you only use three percent of your brain, but I don't think it's a myth that you don't think outside the box as a typical human being. Because like, yeah, a lot of people can't do that that are blind. Yeah. Difference between Daniel Kish and all the other blind people is instead of, um, you know, focusing on his disability, like he pretty much probably started to channel other methods of trying to like interact with his environment and. Mm-hmm. I mean, who, it goes to show you, like, maybe there's something to that, you know, like explore your other <laughs> senses. And uh, I think honestly that there's probably other people that could learn that too, even with their eyesight
1: being maintained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's awesome. I, I, I'm i like, wow, like that's kind of nuts. I mean, because we know your body adapts when like you lose, lose yeah. stuff, you know, mm-hmm. so automatically they have like an advantage because their brain's like, hey, we got to strengthen this, but like, Yep. If we could figure out a way to, like, push our bodies to strengthen parts of our, you know, selves that, like, you know, I know people that are, like, still, you know, that are in their, like, 70s and 80s, and some of this is genetic, but, like, they're still, in, they're sitting in their 70s and 80s, they don't even need glasses, you know, like, mm-hmm. we're always told, like, when you get older, you're, like, you're seeing and you're hearing and stuff goes, but there's still people that, like, have, like, amazing, like, senses even in their like old age or like you know you have like older people that are still like in extremely strong and like extremely athletic and part of that is like them pushing themselves but as part of it is like you know almost that will of like i'm not going to just let myself get old you know but I'm not yeah. saying that like all old people, like that's their fault, you know, or whatever, like be, be stronger, will, but you know, there is, there, there, there certainly is. And I think that that's something we've learned a lot more recently in history yeah. is that like our mind and our perception of things like really affects how we like live and it really well, yeah. affects how we respond to the world and how our bodies respond to stuff.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I truly do believe that if you're someone that's going to be like, you know, as you're getting older and stuff, you're just going to be like, oh, I'm getting old and stuff. You know, I got to stop doing this and stop doing this. And I'm just going to sit around and retire or whatever. You know, like I, I really feel like that those types of people, you know, um, how do I want to say this? Like degrade more quickly than people who stay active and stuff and continue to uh, try to be as young as they can. you know, so. Yeah, absolutely.
0: It's like age, age is not it's not just a mindset like your body does decay like your telomeres like they do end up you know reducing in length over time and like you end up decaying but like there's a lot to be said about your mindset and also i was just reading like a steady there is something to be said about actually some intermittent fasting and controlling what you eat to a certain yeah. degree, because your body, your, uh, a, a lot of your serotonin is generated in your stomach. And there's also supposedly some other chemicals that are, um, uh, like ideal for like, like uh, body, like building and like re- regrowth and like healing aspects that mm. are only released when your body's in a, a, in a hunger state. Mm. So, so I, I don't know how much scientific research is backing this, but supposedly there's some correlation between people looking younger and maintaining their physicality longer. by doing some intermittent fasting and by controlling how much they eat because your body only pushes itself to its its limits and its potential when it when it's you know when it's pushed that way you know like yeah. when you push yourself that way by not always being full um yeah. whether it's mentally or physically like your your body has to achieve more when it's in those states and i think that that's like that can definitely like result in some like bigger results than you would expect Um, Mm -hmm. by just like pushing yourself to like not stay in the status quo. Cause when you're just settled and when you're kind of just like relegated to like what's comfortable, your, uh, your body kind of deteriorates and your mind can deteriorate and uh, Mm -hmm. it can, it can lead downhill over time. But I I think that you can definitely combat that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's good to all just kind of be at least in some way kind of in a state of, Some discomfort and stuff, you know, Uh, it doesn't have to be anything major, but if you're kind of like, you know, forcing yourself to kind of be pushing yourself constantly in different areas, I think that's really good for you. So yeah, not
0: not like a a masochistic type of way, but like by just challenging yourself a little bit, like working, working out requires pain, Um, doing homework excessively, like trying to do difficult math or like, like engineering problems that causes mental stress sometimes, but like that can produce all types. It
2: is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
0: growth and i feel like it can really like it can change your whole mentality like so i, I think that's like my biggest thing is like i was yeah, telling yeah. people like i i need to work on it more but like just do something that makes you uncomfortable a little bit mm-hmm. um whether it's physical or mental and like i think that eventually you'll see some really cool um positive side effects produced from that and like obviously don't do anything that's harmful but like within reasons like i yeah, think that's yeah. cool and like, i think that's of- like i don't know like beyond a genetic level like there's a lot to be said about that. Like probably a lot of these people that we've looked at, like especially like um, you know who we were talking about earlier, like Wim Hof. Like he does it all in his mind supposedly, and if that's the case, like what are we what are we missing out on?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like one of the things that I've been doing recently, probably in like the past six months or so, is like uh, I have like um, a couple different like uh, brain um, game apps or something like that on my phone. I also have like chess on my phone as well. So if I'm like, you know, using my phone, like, you know, on the toilet (laughs) or something like that, instead of just being like, Hey, you know, I'm going to watch a YouTube video. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm instead of doing that, I'm going to instead play a game of chess, or I'm going to do one of these brain games or something and try to give my mind a little bit of exercise and stuff in that way. So, you know, some of that type of stuff is good too. So yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, Continue on with superpowers real quick because yeah, I got a list of stuff, and I thought this was really cool too. There's a girl, her name was Natasha Demkina. Dim- yeah, a girl named Natasha Demkina. Apparently, she was described to have x ray vision. What? And I was like, wait a minute, you know, oh, so okay. I read about this girl, but check this yeah. out. So, All right. like, hey, I know it's crazy. Yeah. Um, she. <laughs> When she was 10, she found that she could scan her mother's body and describe in intimate detail the location and condition of all her mother's organs. And then oh. apparently doctors had her come in to test her abilities. She was able to draw a diagram of one doctor's stomach with a dark area in the exact spot of his ulcer. Um, oh, wow. She also contested the cancer diagnosis of one patient. Later tests supported her diagnosis of a benign cyst. Yeah and England x-ray scans of another doctor led her to describe multiple injuries that one of the doctors had received in a severe car crash without any knowledge of the accident. And the doctor was fully clothed. And a wow. lot of people have questioned her abilities and whether or not that's true, but I'm like, you know what, either that, or sh- she's either a super sleuth and she figured all this stuff out and you guys didn't know how to do it. Or, you know, I mean, it's just funny to me. Cause like she somehow figured all this stuff out, like, yeah. I mean, and she knew this stuff, but, um, yeah there's a lot of people that uh that like have contested her but she's even said that sometimes like when people have tried to like test her abilities they they restrict her and they're like oh well we want it a certain way and stuff like that um so yeah like i don't know some of this there's like obviously some controversy around all of this stuff but it's kind of interesting to see like how somebody claims to have x-ray vision and like you have people that are like surprised by hey this chick is doing some stuff that nobody's ever seen done before you know it's not like well, it's you can thing. like
2: literally like draw pictures of somebody's stomach with like the dark spots that's like that's pretty insane yeah that's yep. like pretty insane yeah so i don't know she's got something special going on so
1: <laughs> yeah there's I no mean, guy like to
0: believe that it's just all like not to be hokey about it but like I mean foods energy like we input energy to our bodies there we we are in an essence like if we stop eating we eventually die because of lack of energy like our body's energetic systems like cease to to function I mean I like to think that there are some people that are able to maybe tap into more types of energy because like yeah really at the end of the day like, everything's dictated off of laws, but like we're human. I mean, a, a lot of our, a lot of our, you know, our limitations are, are because of like our claimed humanity. But like, I think that there's a lot more to be said about what we possibly can do than like what we can't do.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. It's true.
0: Well,
1: one of the, one of the interesting things about this girl is a guy named Brian Joseph, who's a Nobel prize winning physicist and parapsychologist. Um, he criticized some of the testing that they did on her and said that the chances – he said that some of the results should have been inconclusive. He said the, the our odds of her achieving four matches out of seven during the testing that she did, just that alone, was a 2% su- like, po- possibility, making her success rate a statistically significant result. Hmm. And then he said that some of the testing was, like, actually kind of, like, skewed against her, but that it was impressive because she couldn't just blindly guess some of these things. But even if she could just look at somebody and, like, Sherlock Holmes them, it was still pretty impressive And that it was something right. that most people couldn't just do. Right.
2: Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah.
1: Um, I believe. I'm trying to see if she's what year she was born and stuff like that I mean she's been around I mean she she had like a whole thing done on her like a documentary in 2004 okay yeah cool.
2: hmm. I'll have to check into that she, she works for the
1: Center of Special Diagnost- Diagnostics so wow. she still works with people yeah huh. okay yeah
2: well maybe we know. should find her and be like yo x-ray me baby let's hey, go tell me what's wrong with my body
1: <laughs> And she'll be like there's nothing wrong with your body
2: and be like, like oh i well. cool
1: woo yeah. <laughs> oh honey you were scaring me for a little bit (laughs)
2: yeah Yeah. or what we could do is swallow a rock and then go to her and be like
1: (laughs) what's wrong with you she's like you probably swallowed a rock because you're sweating you're like well i told you to kick rocks not to eat them yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. well you caught me (laughs) yeah no so x-ray girl that's kind of legit you know yeah
2: what do you Uh, do with that exactly like what do you do with that yeah I wouldn't Speaking- want that that ability. I wouldn't no. want to be able to see people's in, guts and insides. You know what power I would want? What? Super strength. Yeah? If you could choose any power, that would be the power that you choose.
1: Well, probably telekinesis, to be honest, but nobody has telekinesis. So, um, I, There's like stories about chi and stuff, but I want like well, straight up telekinesis, like picking stuff up in yeah, my brain. Like, yeah.
2: Uh, what's his face? Uh, Professor X and stuff. Nope. He has telepathy. How dare you? He can. Oh, no, uh, his daughter. That's right. Uh, That's not his name.
1: daughter. Oh, Josiah, you're going to get. Oh, <laughs> you're going to discredit the entire podcast. No, you're talking about Jean Gray. She's not his daughter. <laughs> it's been a while. Gene Jean Gray. Jean She's not his daughter. Oh, my goodness gracious.
0: Okay, this is just a test between the actual neural nerd and the wannabe nerd.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And listen, I was trying to segue into something, and you just bend it. You're just like, yeah, really, you're probably trying you...
2: to go for like some sort of story about some guy with super strength or something. Yeah, I was actually. Oh, I, I, I want super strength. You're trying to transition <laughs> into that. And, you just and then
1: I just, just threw a penny in front of my like, train. Really? You want super thing. strength? And you're like, well, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, but also like, if you're really going to call me on it, there are other powers that'd be pretty cool to have too. But I mean, I, don't know, I, I, would, I would take think teleportation. That invisibility would be pretty fire. Invisibility, you could sneak in and sick. listen
0: to people's conversations. You can that's gather cool. intel on all types of stuff. Be a you sneaky, can Go all sneaky. types of places you shouldn't. But would you have be. to?
1: Would you have to be naked though? That's the problem. No. True. Because like, if mean, you're like the guy that like has to get naked to get invisible, and everybody's I mean, like, that's oh, that's also fine. Who cares? Well, I
2: yeah, I mean, I'll be naked. I don't want to yeah, be naked. Just don't need,
0: Just don't brush up against anyone in this town.
1: That's right. No, <laughs> if I mean, super strength is high up on the list of things that might be kind of fun to have. I, oh, I would have, a, I would segue into something worse after Joe
0: saying that comment, but I know, well, right? I Go interior. for it.
1: Well, Go let me it. get let nah. me get my super strength thing out of here. We don't, before we don't you keep derail my PG train here. again.
0: Well, <laughs> no, no, I just we did do. a joke about like how awkward would that be if you're naked and like <laughs> you like popped a like uh, a, a boner or something. Oh, and, like no. you're like trying you like have to slip through like a crack, like your, your super <laughs> spy level, like like you'd be screwed. Like
1: oh, no. I mean
2: I don't know if I could slip through a crack with the boner, but I could slip my crack or my boner into a crack. So
0: <laughs> oh my goodness so you know so, yeah you're, you're just eavesdropping on like the prime minister or
1: something listen something oh my god so,
0: don't get me wrong like i don't know what's going on but like no.
2: hey i don't think i'd have a boner if i was listening to the prime minister though but yeah <laughs> listen i didn't say who all was in that room man oh, <laughs> yeah you can you could do a lot of really uh naughty nasty things with invisibility <laughs> yeah
1: Listen guys like what? listening. Like, okay. Listen guys listening. If you ever have an erection, don't know what to do with it. Flex your leg muscle as hard as you possibly can and watch that bad boy disappear in seconds. I yep. just want to give that advice to somebody.
2: Wow.
0: Mike, to get- wow with, with the scientific advice. Most of yeah, the time yeah. I see uh People doing like testimonials on like how to keep boners but <laughs> you talking about how to lose one that
2: that blew my mind listen there's
1: nothing scarier when you're invisible and spying on somebody than having a boner
2: okay True. so i have a question if you like oh no don't do this if you are invisible and you like <laughs> no no your i knew you were, something
1: no i knew if you, you ejaculate
2: does your semen then become uninvisible or once it leaves your body yes <laughs>
1: depends on the type of invisibility because sometimes maybe the stuff out of your body is also just invisible in there. True,
2: true. Well, then that brings us to the question, what makes you truly invisible?
1: Wait,
0: the interesting thing, can you see your appendages if you're
2: invisible? Are you invisible yeah. to yourself? Like, Should be. Depends on the invisibility. Probably. I would think you would probably be. If you were a fra- I mean, that would be scary. Because, right?
0: like, in terms yeah. of like, being careful, like, what if you were had to yeah. use a knife and you're invisible? Yeah,
2: exactly. you Yeah. I feel like you could really hurt yourself pretty easily if you were invisible. Especially really naked. Know. Coordination owner. Yeah. yeah, dude, that'd be horrible. Imagine just like accidentally like slicing that against something and then just being like, I don't know, bleeding everywhere. Yeah, that's.
0: That sounds like it could be problematic for sure. People just see it's like problematic a- for Mike, as uh, shown by his <laughs> current position. That he's we're supposed to be talking
1: about superheroes. All I all I and know is, we're is talking this- about cutting our <laughs> dicks off because we're invisible you know and spying on the In prime order minister. For there to be
0: superheroes, there have to be anti-heroes and that's where sometimes the discussion has to turn, Mike. That's what's the anti-hero. You cut your dick off with a knife. <laughs>
1: That's pretty anti hero. I mean, Deadpool's an anti hero and it sounds
2: like something he would do. So
1: Yeah, but he can grow it back. That's (laughs) the difference. That's why he cuts his dick off.
2: All I know is I'd, I'd take teleportation for my superpower. Teleportation would be good, too. What but kind of teleportation? Only if, you could,
0: only if you could determine, like, with precision where you were teleporting to. Because yeah. if that shit was imprecise, like, you would have Oof. some issues. Yeah, that'd yeah. be bad. That'd be like, like, you try to teleport beyond a wall, but you end up teleporting into the wall. Yeah. And you suffocate Yikes. before you can teleport You'd out.
2: You'd be freaking yeah. dead, dude. Yeah. yeah.
0: Teleport with something, like, through your organs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yikes. Yeah, you need to, I mean, to be careful. We're starting to
0: explore how precise you have to determine the ability for it to be beneficial, because yeah. with a couple like caveats or exceptions, it could be absolutely terrible for you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're talking about really deep stuff now. So,
1: yeah, well, we gotta, speaking we, of deep, you got to look at the details, right? Sometimes deep stuff can be heavy stuff. You know who can lift <laughs> really heavy stuff?
0: <laughs>
1: Not with
0: this conversation. Tell right? us,
1: Mike. <laughs> <laughs> a guy named Louis Sear. Louis Sear. He was a French Canadian strongman. Oh boy. He, listen to this. You guys will not believe this is Wait, not,
2: he's Canadian and he's a strongman?
1: Well he's French Canadian. There's a difference. that sounds that's like, even
2: worse. I yeah. know.
1: This is crazy. Listen, he one time his record his recorded feats, he one time lifted five hundred pounds with one finger. What? And then one time he backlifted, which means he like had it and he just upped it. 4,337 pounds. Wow. He's considered is, to be one of the strongest men that's ever lived.
2: That's pretty insane. Yeah. Can you do that? Um, I couldn't do that. I mean, maybe. I don't know. He pushed a freight tried. car
1: up an incline at one time. When he was 19 years old, he lifted I a rock of off the from the ground.
2: I. Uh, let's see i'm I'm looking up what weighs four thousand three hundred pounds
1: are you ready for this it's gonna be heavy bro
2: um rhinoceros is apparently a weigh 4,600 so pounds.
1: This guy could lift a rhinoceros
2: yeah this guy yeah. this guy is like chucking rhinos everywhere you know dude uh, he yeah he could lift he could literally like lift like some cars and stuff like yeah dude, like he could yeah easily lift some of these cars
1: yeah well, so oh, crazy, funny, dude. funny story. This is not Lewis Sear, but it's a kind, it's a story that I've heard before. Uh, Mark Henry, who's like a WWE wrestler, but also like one of the strongest men in the world, mm-hmm. one time apparently like their tour bus, like the WWE tour bus, got stuck because somebody like parallel parked badly in front of them, and they're like, "Bro, what do we do? Like, we don't know how to get out of this spot." So Mark Henry got out and like grabbed this dude's back of this dude's car and lifted it up and like moved it out of the way so the <laughs> truck could pull out. Wow! So, but this guy was strong enough to probably just pick the car up over his head and throw yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: just sling you know? it up on his back and be like, "Yeah, I'll just carry this over here. No
1: big deal." One of his feats, he has a, actually has a picture of it too. Like, is he had two or four draught horses, like the giant, huge, like uh-huh. thoroughbred horses? Yeah, and he had two in each hand, and he had him pull his arms out, and he kept them together. What? Yeah,
2: that's crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah. that's that. That's insane. Yeah, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to get smacked by that guy
1: <laughs> yeah one time uh, one of his uh let me see here yeah he um he also did the same thing again for Queen Victoria with a team of draught horses during her visit um, one time in Ottawa he volunteered with police when they took deputies around up a local gang of miscreants and they told him they turned him away claiming he'd be too slow because of how bulky and big he was and he challenged the officers to a foot race and he beat most of them jeez yeah and then after that you patrol for as a policeman for a while
2: well yikes could you imagine have yeah. arrested by that
1: guy <laughs> yeah
2: you want be trying to get away from that guy let me tell you yeah you're like no you're gonna sit right here just grab yeah. you just like, like
1: yes sir because <laughs> what are you gonna do yeah. you know so yeah he Some just that b- guys yeah. grabs
2: you by like the the back of your neck and just holds you up in the air be like dude yeah. You can't do anything at that point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Um but yeah, man. Wow. I don't know, it's kind of crazy.
2: Yeah, that is crazy. That is crazy. you
0: um, know also is crazy. I just had I just had the cat jump up on me and scratch the heck out of my knee. So
2: Oh nice. You know, well, well, my cat did that to me last night. I'll have to show you because my cat got me real. I, I, was Dude, really, I have like, some rakes, blood.
0: like some big, like claw marks across uh-huh. my leg right now. Dude, it's I, yeah, intense.
2: it's, it's really, I, I
0: crazy. love animals, but, uh, yeah, the, the claws are not it sometimes.
2: So, uh, talking about Louis, uh, seer, seer,
1: sire, whatever.
2: What yeah. we need to do is we need to see what happens when he is pitted against God hand. Do you know oh yes, God the Hand silly is?
1: Kamatsuki Is that you're talking about? God-hand? No, what? I'm talking
2: about Choi Youngu. What? Um, later known as Masutatsu Oyama, was popular for his super karate. Korea-born, could kill a bull with his bare hands. In his lifetime, he fought and killed fifty-two bulls. He could kill one. He could kill with one blow. And was considered the living demonstration of the Japanese trooper's adage "one strike, certain death."
0: That's wild. So, that's apart nice. from fighting
2: livestock, he got himself tested in a kumite, a series of two-minute combats against various opponents. So, this guy's literally like One Punch Man in real life. So, that's <laughs> like one punch, and he, he killed. He literally kills a bull. <laughs> so, that's nuts. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Don't want hey, to take I mean, 52 yeah. bulls? At that point, I'd, I'd, I'd take Lewis Sear over a god hand, to be honest.
1: I w- this guy fought 52 bulls.
2: Yeah, he just punches them right in between the eyes, and they just drop dead. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> what? when he's
0: a human, though, because the bull's skull is hella hard. Oh, like, dude, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's causing some <laughs> severe trauma to that brain. <laughs>
2: yeah. it's wow. Slapping it like a sponge <laughs> off the walls. Bull's like, yeah, I'm done, dude. I can't yeah. do anything after that hit. No. <laughs> he just dies. <laughs> he
0: shakes his fist and walks away.
2: <laughs> <Yeah. Fringe. laughs>
1: that's crazy.
2: So, I mean, you know, him versus uh, Lewis Sierra would be uh, an epic fight, dude. I'd I'd watch the crap out of that. fight. <laughs> yeah, the same.
0: Yeah, yeah that would be the first pay per view I'd actually pay for.
2: Yeah, for real, dude. Instead, Instead of, you know. That watching it on reddit or something (laughs) yeah that's crazy that guy's that guy's insane dude
1: yeah that's that's on some next level stuff right there yeah yeah that's wow well it reminds me of like i mean obviously not as crazy but still pretty interesting like like all the feats like bruce lee had back in his day like his one inch punch Mm -hmm. apparently like one his one inch punch was like harder than like one guy like he had like a chest pad so it didn't stop his heart and he got hit and he said it was like the hardest hit he'd ever taken in his life from one inch away Jeez. and he said he had like bruised chest and everything through padding
2: wow that's yeah. that's insane yeah. my question is why is that these people don't ever become like actual superheroes
1: well that's yeah. a good question I mean Bruce Lee kind of did sort of maybe I mean yeah, I
2: sort of I mean what we have is like Phoenix Jones and things like that
1: yeah uh, well Hey, those guys are going out and they're doing the real life stuff. Yeah. I mean, if I we're mean, talking about real life superheroes. These guys that go out in the front lines and, you know, yeah.
2: Yeah. I Phoenix mean, Jones. Yeah. L- bulletproof l- l- vest. Yeah, yeah. Phoenix Jones is out there, man.
1: Yeah, well, he was. He got arrested, but
2: yeah, it <laughs> seems to be a common theme with all these yeah. guys that actually try to become like superhero vigilantes and stuff.
1: Yeah, they put you away and they
0: dose you up on a bunch of pills <laughs> to make you crazy. Typical government stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, according to this, the, the, one of the first ever like real life superheroes that was ever recorded in the United States was a guy named Captain Sticky
0: oh no I mean, that sounds a little sus
1: mike well, oh that's what i thought wait till you find out what Can happened to Captain Sticky. <laughs> apparently he was clad in a blue jumpsuit with gold cape a gold cape and boots and uh, he drove the sticky mobile oh no the
0: sticky mobile <laughs> sounds like it's a y12 passenger with no windows yeah hey, it gets better
1: it gets better he's he campaigning against candy? N- apparently not no <laughs> that would have been a little too much i think you know he uh He campaigned against abuses in nursing homes. He supplied information on health insurance frauds to authorities. He testified before the Federal Trade Commission um, wearing his uniform and stuff. And then in 1986, he got arrested because he rented his home to a film crew to shoot pornography. Captain Sticky got arrested for being sticky.
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm not. I mean, with that name, I knew somewhere that route. Like, what
1: do you do with that news? (laughs) wow yeah
2: yeah he uh he took that stickiness a little bit too far
1: yeah and way got too in far. trouble yeah. <laughs> yeah mommy mommy it's a <laughs> oh, no. the, the sticky mobile oh no the sticky mobile. Man. Captain, <laughs> captain sticky is here, is here. <laughs> yeah get inside kids i'm all right i'm trying to find somebody that actually has done like Like actual superheroing. I mean, like Phoenix Jones is one of the rare ones that actually has helped people. Um,
2: He apparently has made like over 130 130 arrests in his time as a hero. Uh huh. Um, He literally had like a mask on. And an entire yep. like suit, and his suit actually looks legit. It looks oh, like yeah. it actually looks like Bible Man a little bit. I'm gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness,
1: Bible Man. <laughs> yeah, dude. So his his suit Frick was his like throwback. legit. It was stab proof, yeah. and he had some yeah stab proof vests and stuff on. He yep. is
2: also married to a fellow real life superhero. Yeah, known as Purple Rain. That's it's legit.
1: So Isn't there a song called Purple? <laughs> Yeah by Prince. That's probably where she got it. She was like, Yeah, probably. That's what I'm saying. But, but yeah. uh,
2: then he was arrested for assaulting someone with the pepper spray he carried in his
1: kit. Yeah. Then he got arrested for having a bunch of drugs. Yeah. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?
0: In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, uh-huh, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do
2: I have to say?
0: Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting.
1: Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: I never win and tell.
1: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere. Playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void representative prohibited by law. 18 plus.
2: Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So mighty have fallen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know.
0: Hey, gotta keep your mind open. Somehow,
1: sometimes you need a little bit of uh, chemical yeah. creativity. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes you gotta snort the coke. So you, you either uh, you either crime. die a
2: hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. So
1: yeah, Captain Sticky, and <laughs> hey, that's where they got it from. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> I just can't get over that name. Some guy was like, "I'm gonna be a superhero called Captain Sticky." <laughs> Man.
2: Well, yeah, Captain that's pretty Sticky. it's pretty cringe.
1: It's pretty cringe oh snap in australia there's a guy he's named they call him the black rat of sydney he carries a utility belt and a backpack containing a fire blanket fire extinguisher first aid kit and drinking water he wears a special black knife resistant clothing and wears a black mask wow he campaigns for better lighting in the streets and more community involvement in neighborhoods okay look okay okay yeah (laughs) it's kind of interesting but I mean, other than that, most of these people are just weird dudes walking around in suits. (laughs)
2: Yeah, basically.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's like a fine line, and I feel like even if they don't have mental health issues, the government probably spreads rumors about them that purport that they do, so they can lock them up for longer.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, there's
0: here's nobody wants a vigilante in a in a big government run system. No, yeah,
2: especially the government. They're like, no. I I like this one. Lock him up.
1: This one's one of my favorite ones. There's a guy in uh, the United Kingdom named Angle Grinder Man. And he goes through and uses an angle grinder to illegally cut wheel clamps off of vehicles. What? well as of right now the police said that they have never received word or complaint of his actions and i'm like of course not because he's cutting <laughs> it he's wheel grinding these things off he's you like no you don't get a toe you don't get a toe <laughs> put a boot on your vehicle he just cuts it off and they're like why would i turn this guy in like wow yeah, yeah.
2: the ag army angle grinder <laughs> yep apparently like, uh beijing has um their own superhero as well the red bud woman um she she dons a skin tight black outfit bright blue mask and flowing black cape and um she gives out coats and food to the homeless
1: that's amazing
2: so there you go yeah and she i don't think she's been arrested so there you go
1: (laughs) yeah well some of these guys like dress up like and it's kind of gimmicky to be like hey we want to you know yeah help out and we do stuff like that you know but then like some of these guys are legitimately fighting crime
2: apparently in- remember. there was like a like michigan had its own batman at one point let me see if i can find up some information about this guy yeah
1: that's wild well this this guy uh in south london he's called the bromley bat um he apparently is clad in combat trousers and a muscle top and he apparently has like stopped like people gangs wielding knives and stuff like that uh-huh. and like have re- have rescued people that like one dude said that he was out walking and he's like guys came up to him with knives and were like give him give us all your stuff and out of nowhere this dude came dressed like a superhero and like kicked them and like beat the crap out of a couple of the guys and they ran away Jeez! and he's been like reported all over like south london
2: really wow yeah <laughs> yeah Apparently Italy has a bunch of like masked vigilantes as well. That's amazing. We um, might
0: need those soon with the, uh, the way America's done, <laughs> with all the police yeah. forces being defunded and the murder rates going on by like 50, For real. 60% major yeah. cities. <laughs>
2: I used to want to be a mass vigilante, so it's gonna be uh,
0: time soon. I I just heard on the news that like Atlanta's murder rates up like sixty percent this year. Uh-huh. They had like two hundred fifty people that they still haven't replaced on their police force. Oh, Jeez, that's
2: crazy. So yeah, uh, yeah I found him. Uh, Petoskey, Excuse Batman. Me.
0: The
1: Petos- wait, Petoskey's
0: P- 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 up near where my grandparents live. That's crazy. yeah.
2: yeah that's yeah. kind of where we used to live, sort of. So. Um, a Michigan man named, nicknamed the Petoskey Batman um, after he was arrested while wearing a Batman costume on a roof was sentenced to six months of probation.
1: Oh, Mark no. Williams,
2: 32 of Harbor Springs, was arrested May 11 after being spotted on a Petoskey rooftop while wearing a Batman costume and carrying weapons, including a baton-like striking weapon, a can of chemical irritant spray, and a pair of sand-filled sap gloves. The worst part about it is that this guy is like super fat. is like really, really fat. And he's in like a (laughs) skin tight Batman outfit. That's
0: incredible.
1: That's incredible. The
0: police probably were cringing when they bagged that
1: guy. (laughs) That's amazing, dude. (laughs)
2: Um, Apparently, he tried to wear his Batman suit while he was um, in probation and they didn't let him. So yeah, they're like shows
1: up to costume. court, they're like, Sir, you need to wear clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I like my Batman, oh, no. But I'm Batman.
0: <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> oh no. I am fat. I mean Batman.
2: <laughs> I killed my own parents to be Batman. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Confession? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> well, there was um this is getting way we're getting so off, but this is still pretty great. Um, there was the one guy who uh Back in what was two thousand four? There was a guy who was fighting for father's rights in London, and he got in a Batman costume and climbed Buckingham Palace. Yep. Oh wow! And then he okay. just sat on the ledge, and like the cops were like, "Hey, mate, get over here." And he's like, <laughs> "No, <laughs> come down, didn't it." <laughs> yeah, he was there for like hours before he finally just he just was like, "Okay, fine." You yeah. ask me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, apparently they could not figure out how he got on the ledge. And they got really upset because they were trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's, that's great. Amazing. That's amazing.
0: Points <laughs> for creativity, I guess. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> well, There was, I know there was a guy. I think there was a guy dressed as Batman that climbed the, um, the White House too. Really? At one point, if I remember correctly, yeah.
2: Wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, Batman's everywhere, you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He, he shows up in many different forms. Some. Oh, well, this than guy others. wasn't a
1: Batman. He was just a random dude.
2: Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. But still, He tried, I guess.
1: Yeah, well, he failed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, dude, but, like, yeah. Um, there was, like, uh, going back to, like, super feats and stuff like that. Like, um, yeah. I mentioned Bruce Lee. And he has, like, some, like, unbroken, like, uh, things that he's done. Like, he broke a uh, 45-kilo sandbag with a sidekick one time. Wow. Yeah, he uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the video of him playing uh, ping pong with nunchucks. Uh-uh. No. Like he's like playing against a dude yeah. who's like a professional ping ponger and he's just literally using nunchucks when he's just hitting them back to people and stuff. Wow. Um he apparently he was so fast that he could like snatch uh, a nickel off of a guy's hand and leave a dime in its place. Um Yeah. That's crazy. He could he could put his finger through an unopened can of Coca-Cola back in, when it was still made out of steel. Huh. wow.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, yep. he could hit. He could hit. Um, He could out hit out the heavy fist of a 350 pounds. He could hit out the heavy fist. of Okay, so his punches, like were weighed in at like 350 pounds. Uh-huh. And the other person that could do that was Muhammad Ali. Uh-huh. But Bruce Lee weighed 130 pounds.
2: Wow. Okay. So, like, That's 130 crazy. pound yeah. dude
1: could punch as hard as Muhammad Ali could. Dang. Um, He could kick six times in the air during in one second.
2: Wow, yeah, yeah. He was he was an animal, man.
1: Yeah, he kicked the guy. He kicked the guy twenty meters with one foot. Really? Yeah, he kicked the guy. Like the guy was wearing armor. That's sixty feet. He kicked the dude. It says twenty meters. Sixty feet. That's ridiculous. What? Yeah,
2: that's insane. What? Yeah. Let me find it right here. Is that even like physically possible? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think so. But you know what? If it is, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't I've never know, heard man. of it anyone. It'd be able hard to, to kick do somebody like, that. like
0: 10 feet, let alone 60 feet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Even exactly. if
1: they were like 50 pounds, even if he was kicking a child, like still. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I like, don't know what to tell you, man. I'm just telling you what the thing says.
2: Huh? Maybe if he it. like, you know, ran and did like one of those like jump up and kick in the chest type these things, are actual maybe, or, i don't know these,
1: okay so here are these are official like official. records world records held by him okay um he's the only human to break a 45 kilogram sandbag with a sidekick um
2: okay let
1: me see i don't know what kilograms of pounds are oh geez i'm such a math yeah. uh 90 that's 100 pounds 99 pounds. Oh, okay. He kicked a 100 pound sandbag with a sidekick and broke it in half. He wow. could produce 1,600 pounds of force using nunchucks. He could punch nine times in one second with his one inch punch. Or he could punch nine times in one second. His one inch punch could force a 75 kilogram opponent five to six meters away. Holy crap. Yeah. So let's see what's Okay. So, so that's okay. The 165 yeah. pound 15 guy. To
0: 80, roughly. That's yeah. Yeah. He could
1: kick six times in one second, could spring a 200-pound guy with safeguard armor into the sky. Once a, 20 pound, a 200-pound guy flew 20 meters away after he kicked him.
2: That's insane.
1: According yeah, to that, available that data...
2: That sounds superhuman. That's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: According to available data, he could do around 1,500 push-ups with both hands in one go, 400 on one hand, 200 on one finger, and 100 on one thumb.
2: Wow. That's insane. He,
1: he holds the record for kicking 135-kilogram which we're doing math and people here. complain 200. about
0: joint pain and this man's just out there yeah. like flexing push-ups. two hundred pushups. <laughs> two hundred
1: and ninety-seven pounds. Yeah. He kicked a two hundred ninety seven pound bag and hit the ceiling with it, which was like five meters Jeez. high. That's, that's insane. Um, yeah. Wow. Huh. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. I guess it's legit, crazy. you know. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I don't um, know what to say, man. But you know who can beat Bruce Lee? Don't say it. Cliff Booth. Oh, you mean the guy with the gun? No. What? The guy from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: Oh no, 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 no! I thought you were talking about the guy. See, I thought we we're still talking about superheroes, bro. No, no that, that movie doesn't count. That's a fictional movie. <laughs> hey,
2: Quentin Tarantino made it happen. So. I didn't even know who Cliff Booth was. I had to look that up. I was like, what? oh my gosh! You make me so. It's from angry. a Quentin Tarantino movie. You make
1: me so mad sometimes. You know that. <laughs> I thought you were talking now, now I was the guy confused. I thought you were talking about Bob Munden. I was like, look at this.
2: Yeah, no. Frick it's okay. Josiah's
1: acting out of pocket because he's tired or something. Yeah. It's not me, Because <laughs> so we, we can't see his face. We can't see his face. And so he's getting yelled at. Um no, I thought you were gonna talk about Bob Munden. He was a guy who was like the fat he was considered the fastest like hand in the West. The fastest man with a gun who ever lived. He holds 18 world records in the sport of fast draw.
2: Oh, yeah. I saw a video of him once shooting. That guy is like insane. Yeah. Insane.
1: He has. Let me see here. Um, His hand is withstanding 10 Gs of force when his weapon is drawn. Jeez. Yeah. And then in a demo, he used a Colt 45 single action revolver. He shot two balloons six feet apart in less than a tenth of a second. (laughs) <laughs> wow yeah the dude can Man. literally like, throw a coin up and just shoot it out of the air like yeah, yeah. but like so I in watched- other words,
0: you just don't want to mess with that type of person
1: no
2: i mean nope. it kind of it kind of reminds me of uh the uh the the samurai guy what's his name mm-hmm. i can't remember his name but he like could like literally like slice like a like a pellet like a plastic pellet like bb pellet yeah um from like an airsoft gun in half from like mm-hmm. 200 feet away that's being shot at him with that's crazy tana
1: what do you do with that yeah what do you do like, with that guy? He, he
2: like you know how small those pellets are oh yeah, yeah. like yeah. that being shot at you and then slicing it in half with a sword as it's flying at you it's insane that's insane dude that is yeah. wild. like that's that yeah there's there's crazy people out there there's people with really amazing abilities and uh yeah we just uh i think we kind of Taps tapped just the, the surface of it for the most part in this yeah. video. Oh, yeah. But, um, I mean, we
0: still, we could have wrapped it all up and brought it back to, the, you know, the potential aliens and those connections. You know, maybe these people are just aliens.
2: Dude, yeah. I like where you're going with that.
1: We can <laughs> I up think, with this later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the lizard people are stronger than us, so.
0: Yeah. Different genomes or just aliens? Because you know what? Could Who be knows?
2: Could be, yeah, definitely. Yeah so um yeah with that being said uh that is going to be it for this week's episode uh make sure that you leave a like uh leave a comment all that good stuff if you're watching us on youtube and uh, if you're watching us or listening to us on your favorite podcast platform please make sure to leave a review we highly appreciate it thank you joseph for coming back on again and uh we will catch you all in the next podcast bye, bye.
1: bye.